It's down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy Mars. We're back again here in the den. Today joining me, I have a super dope artist, a CEO. So he's not just a businessman, he's a businessman, entertainer, rapper, my man, Swiss Michaels King. Welcome to the den. How are man, you doing today, brother? How you doing? I'm doing real good, man. Glad to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to come and get interviewed, bro. This is my very first interview. So we over here doing big things, doing big things. Man, you, you couldn't have picked a better place for the first one. I'm going to welcome you in to the game nice and easy like we do. So I am so grateful uh, to have you here, man. You're very excited, man. You're, you're a dope artist, and I'm very excited to have you here. So number one, it's been a pleasure, and, and the Den is a platform. It's a platform from artists. We have new artists. We have uh, older artists, but artists that all believe in the same thing putting in the work, having that Mamba mentality, having that passion, having that purpose, and having a plan. So that's what the whole community is about. So I don't look at these as interviews. I look at them as more of initiation. We're going to get you that stamp at the end of this. So you're in the family, and when you're in the gang, you're in the gang for life. So if you're ready, we're going to have some fun. You ready to get it on? Let's go. Take it away, bro. Absolutely. So... I'm a big, we were talking before we went on air, before we uh, started recording. We're both big Marvel fans, big, uh, big fans. We got Captain America. You got the the Black Panther. I've seen it uh, with kindred spirits in that respect. And so as a fellow nerd, fellow Marvel nerd, you know that all heroes, all villains have an origin story. Something that turned them to who they are. Absolutely. So we always ask this. It's a tradition. Swiss, what's your origin story? How did you become the from the mild-mannered man to Swiss Michaels? How did you transform? There is a couple different things that I would say happened throughout my life that made me, A, want to pursue music or, like, B, take it as serious as I do now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't start thinking I wanted to own a record label so I could put my music out. I was just going to make music. You know what I'm saying? I was just young and dumb, as people would say. And we still make mistakes, but I think, like, where we're going now, we are learning from other people's mistakes and doing better. You know what I'm saying? But to answer the question of the origin story, I would have to go back to childhood. I was a band kid. I played jazz. I, like, saxophone piano drums stuff like that so i was in marching band so music was always in me just practice performance you know what i'm saying and just the way entertaining a crowd felt where everyone just hushed and listened and clapping at the end it was exciting you know what i'm saying we'd be drenched in sweat in like 50 something degrees but we in our uniform performing you know what i'm saying getting down and i was in south carolina so i mean we get down on the band field you know what i'm saying so that's kind of what made me want to do this when after i graduated high school i didn't really know what i was going to do in life you know what i'm saying so i was like okay maybe i could make real music because there's people who luck into being a rapper but what if i actually know how to make music and learn how to promote it and be a business about it you know like old school james brown type you know what I'm saying? 
but I don't think I took it super serious until a couple people that I looked up to as musicians died, you know, like seeing, I'm not even going to chase Cloud and say that I'm a huge Nipsey fan, but seeing him in the street promoting growth for the community made me realize that we need to do better even in the achievements that we like get to that make everybody think like oh they're so lucky like LeBron being the best player in the league or you know like Lil Wayne being the best rapper you know what I'm saying like how much are you doing for the community even if Nipsey wasn't the best he was putting food in people's mouths on a regular and it was becoming a reoccurring system you know what I'm saying a recycling system so like when he died I was like there are really none of us that are really looking or paying attention like that and they literally just killed the only one that was really trying to put people on game. So if motherfuckers ain't going to do it for us, then I mean, I wanted to do it for myself. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I really was like, I need to open up my own label if I want to push my music out and own everything. Because I had a little bit of talent, you know what I'm saying? But I really feel like it needs to not be picked up and plucked until I got nothing left to give. I need to get this and I need to give back. So that really is the origin story because uh, we were talking about Black Panther. We were talking about all kinds of things. That's a real like Wakanda forever mentality to me. Absolutely. And and yeah, I mentioned with Kindred Spirits and it's very true because that's the whole mentality uh, of the Denmate community and what we're trying to do. We're trying to get artists that so you don't have to get the big push. You don't have to go to Payola and get a radio station X amount of dollars to get spins. We can use the digital marketing. We can use this to get ourselves big and all grow together. So the two people that you cited as influences, James Brown, which I have so much respect as not only a hip hop historian, but just as a music head, James Brown was the first artist, artist, not black, white, any color, first artist own all his masters have his own radio station have his own label it's so underrated because people just think of james brown late in life after he had been mm-hmm. to jail and and Going crazy and doing all that oh, wild stuff in the perm. what he put on he put right. people on right he put smart people who wanted to take advantage so on he was your icon's icon that was michael jackson's influence so that's mm-hmm. awesome and then nipsey what he did to community like you not chasing clout. I had heard of Nipsey, but really didn't listen to him until the marathon. Um, mm-hmm. And that was. But now having to be challenged, like you don't know Nipsey. Like I gotta go listen to the marathon continues or bullets ain't got no name or things right. like that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it makes the difference too because he had talent, but yeah. it wasn't commercially popping like people want in the limelight. But it was good. You know what I'm saying? Right. Really right. good. It's the same thing. I went back to his catalog and I was like, oh, wow, he was really there. We just didn't know it, but he was really there. But his business mind and his ability to give back to the community is why he was celebrated for a person that really commercially hadn't done much. He was celebrated like almost like a god and revered when he passed. So, you know, it made it. It's just it's king. You know what I'm saying? Good people deserve to lead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And when a leader, he that... took it from him, bro, it was just so sad because it was someone who didn't even want to hurt or torment the community no more. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to change up 
for a black excellence view, and it it was just too soon. It was far too soon, far too soon. It, it's it's Kobe all over again. It's Chadwick all over again. It's like they had, had just scratched the surface of what they were going to give this world, and they're all taking like there's an alternate universe somewhere where these kings are still alive. And I'm like, man, I want to live there because that place. Yeah, is buddy, but that that is officially a Marvel what if. Oh man! I, hey, maybe we'll collaborate on that. We'll sell that, Kevin Feige. If you're watching, hey, everything's for sale. So, great answer to the origin story question. Great answer. I love that. Now, you were born in Jersey, if I'm correct. Yes. And then raised in South Carolina, and then you've been in the West Coast since 2017. So those, especially in hip hop, those are three distinct, way different mountains of sound. Yeah. Yeah, all the best, but three completely different sounds. How do you feel being raised in these areas influenced and blended your sound to what you have going on today? That doesn't affect where I come from when I put a track down. I really feel like it gives me a huge wealth of knowledge about how people from certain places made it sound like one of my songs in the EP I even did like a little chopped and screwed type thing we tried to do you know what I'm saying but that comes from Texas but like most of my shit people say I sound like too short out in the bay you know what I'm saying or people say I sounded like um Joey Badass or some shit you know what I'm saying so I just I like what I like and I want to be able to compete with what I like because when I'm in the car and I listen to the same shit like 20, 30 times, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I want to make something that sounds cool. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be able to be played 20 or sometimes. So I'm not looking for one sound. I'm just trying to build the funk. And that's why I like doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I got so much influence from being around that it's, it's not like I would say that I'm leaning towards one of it. It's just like I see it all and I like it. It grooves. That's a that question. Yeah, that's a beautiful answer because I always tell people music is a buffet. Like if you grab my phone and put it on random, you would be like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. is this the same person's phone? Because I don't really? look at it. I need this genre. It's good. Like, I've heard some Backstreet Boys songs that I'm like, yo, this bass line is dope. Or, yo, this riff is dope. Or, yo, this lyric is amazing. And someone's like, do you have a Backstreet Boy? You're a grown man. I'm like, yo, I'm serious. This is I mean, lyric. yo, bro, like Backstreet's back. All yeah. right. Y'all, hey, come on. You're going to do a little something for, for sure. For real. Uh, like, y'all hand you my phone. You're going to go from, like, Def Punk to Wu-Tang. You might have a little uh, Beastie Boys in there. Definitely some Logic, some Kendrick, you know what I'm saying? But we might cool. even, I mean, we might even put some Taylor Swift in there for my girl, you know what I'm saying? Just slip it in there a couple of times, you know what I'm saying? Just let her get some fun. You know, shake it off. I'm listening to Shake It Off for yeah. me. And, you know, I, I, no lie, I'm listening for me. It's just, it's fun music. I, I'm on the elliptical. But yeah, music's music. If it clicks and it actually is not, like, just trash. There's trash music that people are like, this is good. And I'm like, bro, you, and then they don't even give a chance on like an actual good record. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, are you going to listen to some trash and tell me this is good? Absolutely. We're, uh, we're, we started DITD radio 
And uh, we've added some of your tracks to the playlist as of today. So, uh, oh man, I'm super appreciative about that. We need we need them spins. We We need need it, you know. So I I put a playlist uh, together with artists that we've interviewed and that we really just rock with. Because you're right. If you listen to radio, for me, I can't. I I cannot turn on the radio because it's literally the same seven songs in rotation over and over and 45 like minutes yeah 45 minutes and i feel like i'm being programmed and in, in some type of manchurian candidate and then these songs way. win awards and you're like wait whoa 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 that shit wasn't even that popular bro like you know what oh, i yeah. mean and it's, it's always bob dylan who who wins if he puts out anything it doesn't matter he's gonna win and i'm like seven people listen to bob dylan there's the seven ceos Oh, you remember when Beck Beck won album of the year that one year? Yeah, and and no disrespect to Beck. I rock with Beck, but he definitely was not album of the year at all, at all, for sure. Now, your EP, tell me a little bit. Tell me a little bit. Absolutely. Uh, Tell me a little bit about the making of your uh, EP, A Day in the Life. Uh, What went into that? Oh, man. So it was a longer process than I even thought it was going to initially be. At the time when I started even writing most of these songs, I was homeless. I was living in the car, you know what I'm saying? I was just broke down on my luck. Uh, but I got out of that, got a good job, started paying bills. And then COVID happened. Before COVID happened, I probably didn't even have a song to drop wasn't even fully done it was just ideas or whatever so as soon as COVID happened I was fortunate enough to get my little check from Uncle Sam so that I was able to stop working for just bill money and that system of like going to work just because it pays enough so that I can keep pushing blah 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 I was really like it felt like the shackles were off bro and I felt like I wanted to not go back and I definitely couldn't stay still. So thank God for putting a great woman in my life. I opened an LLC. I buy a MacBook, audio interface, a couple microphones, beats, plugins, things that I need to actually make the music and just get to work. Because I had a whole bunch of like notebooks and things just like filled with notes and rhymes and things. But I wasn't taking it super serious until about November, 2020, September, 2020. And it just took a minute to get out of the mindset of needing to worry about a job and worrying about how other people need to influence the work that I put out to just make it, you know what I'm saying? And I just made it and I had, a good team that could a mix and master it. And I had another team that could help structure and it's not every track is just, I just did that. You know what I'm saying? But I did write it all. I wrote it all. And I just needed someone to help me with the timings. I needed someone else to help me with the sound, you know what I'm saying? And it all right. swirled together. And now we got a project. And, and that but whole timetable, bro. Like I've been writing it since like late 2019. And it was right. finally done around May 
so it's a passion project. And we always talk about the three P's, passion, purpose, and a plan. The one thing you probably add a fourth P to that is the pandemic. And I'm seeing a trend. Uh, the amount of creativity during this area of solitude that we've all had over the last 18, 19, 20 months um, is brought on some masterful work uh, and given opportunities to people that probably would have never taken that step um, because you realize, okay, I can't survive without going through the grind. Same thing happened. Our stories, once again, Kendrick, uh, I was doing the corporate thing and it was just driving me to an early grave. I I, I couldn't do it. Somebody else making millions, you making pennies. Like you're, you're making pennies. And it literally felt like, yeah, I could do this and live comfortably for the rest of my life. I was like, or, you know, I could just cash in my 401k build a studio in my house, start a radio station and re and we just did it within a, a year. And uh, we've, we've seen great growth. And I, I tell people all the time, do not sign something just to uh, say you establish something, learn about the business first. It's a music business. If you have the ability and you know how to market yourself, you can make money from music because none of these artists are making it from record sales at all. No, I'm touring. They get merch deals or they get merch deals. So it doesn't Fancy matter how many records you sell. I, I tell people that if you have good product, there's so many ways, and you own that product. There's so many ways that you can monetize it. So learn the business. So I'm I'm intrigued about that. And we're going to touch on that a little bit later about the business side of being a CEO. And not just a musician owning your own product. We're going to talk about that in a moment. But um, your EP, it sounds amazing. It sounds definitely like everything started to come in together at the right time for the project, which means it's meant to be. So uh, my favorite track on that project, and, and I hate to ask this question, but it's tradition. I know with, that, with your EP, especially your first one, that's your baby. So picking a favorite song, is like picking your favorite child. You shouldn't do it. But I ask it anyway. My favorite track on uh, that project for me, and it, it has a real West Coast vibe that I love. It's on the block. That that's my that's my favorite track on that. What's your favorite track on that project? And tell me the making of that favorite track. It's hard to pick between the two because my two favorite tracks are on the block and backwards and i would say i like on the block more because it has it first has the two verses and it gives me the ability to stop on them and i originally wrote the song and wanted to have a homie featured on it but the homie didn't want to actually be featured on it so i guess i had to write a second verse and i just couldn't i had to write at least like two three verses because i wasn't happy with it i wanted it to be better like i really wanted to like go off on the second one if the other homie wasn't going to be on it so it just when i when i got it and laid it down and got the timing it sounded good but i needed it to get mixed and mastered so there's two versions on my spotify one was uh released before the album and before, like, we got re-released eventually, you know what I'm saying? But it it wasn't even finished. I was just so eager to try and make something to put it out because I really wanted something to just drop and it'd be a slap. And, like, niggas thought I couldn't rap. So here, you know what I'm saying? So 
I really wanted to just throw it out there, but we, as the team, needed me to sit down and be patient so that we could work the kinks out because on on the first release, there wasn't even like an outro uh, hook, you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was missing a couple of things, making it good. So I was, I was a little gung ho on that track, but that's how, you know, I went in on it because I really like sat there was like, fuck it. Like, and had to old school, turn the lights out in the dark with the computer fucking trying to, you know, break the mold type shit. But I like backwards so much because I am a huge pothead. You know what I'm saying? I asked you if I could smoke during Absolutely. every you know what I'm And one of the very first concerts I went to was me in high school. I went to a Wiz Khalifa concert and I got to meet him at the meet and greet and the sound check. And it was good. You know what I'm saying? But then like the music came on and everyone started smoking and I wasn't a stoner at the time. So I left. I was so like, damn, bro, that sucks. So like, I really wanted to make a stoner song that could be like, yeah, bro, I really smoke. We chilling, smoking backwoods. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I like the two of them, but it's for two different energy reasons. Right, right. Because they're you know energetically very different. Uh, between the two, energetically, they're very different. But I could see why you would have an affection for both of those. It, it makes perfect sense. And they're both bangers for sure. I, you know, we're very 420 Much friendly. Well, salute. We, we totally worked hella hard months and months on this. And I know it might not be like a Post Malone drop or be like super big. We ain't making millions off of it. But like, to actually have farm to table my whole album, my own company, all that, it feels like I'm my own black Elon Musk for a minute. Oh, you're 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 definitely a real life Tony Stark. I tell people if you can have a dream, consider yourself a win. Because so many people in this world, they don't even have an opportunity to have a dream. You've accomplished it. And now everything else is icing on the cake. You wanted to make a dope album. You wanted to get it out there to the people. You wanted to be your own uh, boss. You did it. So you're already ahead of 99.9%. So it doesn't matter if you make millions. You're already rich. And you're already you're like, yo, I'm happy doing what I want to do. Exactly. Let, that, let me tell you, it, it's not a dollar in the world. I always tell you, you see all these rich people that have off themselves or, or, or got addicted to drugs or things. I'm like, dude, they're not happy. And they've got hundreds of millions of dollars. So money clearly is an answer. Uh, it helps. And we all want it and we all need it. But it's not clearly the answer. Being able to have that creative outlet, be happy, that's the answer. So you, you're already, the, the vibe is unmatched. We're already rocking with you uh, to the most, most high for sure. So um, you mentioned you have your team. Uh, give us, give me a little bit of insight. Who's on your team? Who worked with you on that project? Who, who's your your unit? Uh, main, like we setting up a chessboard. I mean, like main queen is going to be my girl. She has a background in uh, finance and money management, so she's really good with a budget and keeping me on top of everything. Dotted eyes, crossed T's. You know what I'm saying? I have. A DJ homie who is the one who can help me structure my bars, helps me pick my beats, all that. Uh, a lot of the time, it's me living life, just 
through these eyes writing what I got to write down to write bars, you know what I'm saying? But my girl will sound critique it because she like all this music. She put all this up, you know what I'm saying? So she knows she likes what she like. And if she like it, then guess what? Other people gonna like it too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the other homie's a DJ, so he knows what it sounds what sounds good, you know what I'm saying? So I don't rely on just me thinking it's good to say it's good, you know what I'm saying? Cause honestly, with the music, I didn't even think it was gonna be fire. You know what I'm saying? I just thought we was making shit. And now people are like, bro, this is tight. You need to put that out. We want to listen to it. We want, you know what I'm saying? Um, now I have another mentor in that helps me out around the town called Kimfolk. He has a, his own little setup called City Slaps with a podcast show that they do too. Maybe we should get y'all linked on that. You know what I'm saying? But We're all about networking. Sure. Yeah, it's just slow grow, you know what I'm saying? We just put the seeds in the dirt, and now we, we finally got a sapling that's turned into a little thin little actual tree, and we just we try and be in the PNW because just like-minded people that are tired of sacrificing time and life, well, you know, time is life, but time for pennies on the dollar when we're ma- like managing people who are getting millions of dollars at the end of the year, taking down $500 bonus checks. Cause thank you for clocking in like an idiot. I didn't get up to like two, two in the uh, afternoon to go play golf type shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm over here starting work at 6am every Monday through Friday. Okay. Big facts. And, and, and that's, and that's the biggest aspect when it comes to winning, when I and I tell people about life, if you, all of us are living check to check, every single one of us. So if I'm gonna live check to check, I might as well live check to check, chasing the check that I love, you know, instead of making you a billion dollars and then I, you know, have male mm-hmm. is and high blood pressure messing with you guys because you drain the life from me. Getting overworked and then the government taxing your overtime. Right, right. You, you know, or you're in your bonus and you're you're spending that time. I remember one time I was spending a nice, nice bigger bonus and Uncle Sam just came and was like, Bro, I'm gonna need all of this. And at that point I was like, This is for the birds. This is for the birds for sure. So you you mentioned influences and I, I like to get influence. So we play a game here and we're gonna we're gonna about to get you your den mate stamp. So one of the games that we play, we play musical Mount Rushmore. Doesn't have to be a hip hop artist. Doesn't have to be a singer. It could be a musician. It could be a guitarist. But who is on your musical Mount Rushmore that for Swiss, these are the pillars. These are the pillars of music for me. Who's on your musical Mount Rushmore? In general, pillars of music. It can be from any anywhere for you. It can be any genre. Man, and I only get four. Only get four. We only get an honorary, honorary Naruto Mountain of Five. Like, okay. Mount Rushmore has four people on it. You don't even get a top five. It's four. I'm gonna get a second. I need, I need, I need like 20 seconds. Give me the Jeopardy timer real quick. Like, I got, I got you. Hey Siri, play Jeopardy theme song. Learning how to choose the right audio apps for you. Which one do you want to use to listen to this? Don't worry about it, Siri. I got it in my head. (laughs) 
Ele fez o de... It's jumping me. I feel like uh, Iron Man and uh, Winter Soldier. One is, <laughs> I feel oh, like man. when he was getting jumped by Captain America, just like Captain ah. America and Bucky, that's a yeah. fight for his life. Had to. Got me, got me in the corner. So we, we on. I think I should put it out there. Number one, we gonna put the King of Pop, Michael Jackson, in the George Washington uh, point, just looking off in the distance, like you know what I'm saying, with his hair and all that. We gonna have Michael Jackson on number one. I'm gonna say number two should be James Brown because he did what Michael did, just wasn't in Michael's time. You know what I'm saying? Exact okay. same fucking height, same energy. You know what I'm saying? Putting on. After that, I want to put Bob Marley. I want to put Bob Marley up there, right next to James Brown and Michael Jackson. And then for third, just because, for fourth, I mean, just because we got to have a little hip-hop in there for the Mount Rushmore. It was a real, real tie between my generation, between either J. Cole, but I got to give it to Kendrick Lamar. Mm. God. I give it to Kendrick Lamar. Swiss, God damn it, God damn it, brother. That might have been the first perfect list. Brother, I just realized we have the same initials, actually. So, man, we might be related in another life somewhere. So, uh, damn, that almost brought a tear to my eye. Oh, wow. That was a, that was a, that was a, that might have been a perfect Mount Rushmore, a perfect Mount Rushmore. I, I'm, I'm very pleased. So, and we, I'm we, very pleased too, because I had to think like kings of like couldn't be touched in music. Like, I even put right. like Sade, Beyonce. Like, I, I had people on this list that I was thinking like could be up there, but with pop, no one touched Michael Jackson. Right. Michael Jackson got everything from James Brown. Right. You know what I'm saying? Bob Marley was just still not touched in reggae. And Kendrick came in the game and swept it up. Yeah. And now Kendrick doesn't even have to drop whole albums no more just to be like, man, I'm still that fire. So. No, man, I, I am very, very pleased that that. That uh, that made me happy. That was a hell of a list. Hell of a list. That, that made me happy. Uh, I had to like actually realize that I need I need an actual portrait of this. I need this actually yeah. painted up. No, that's worthy. That's a, that's that's worthy of ink. That's worthy of you know, uh, art. That's uh that that that's inspirational. So um, yeah, that's, that's dope. That's super dope. Now we we've talked about the artist side. The artist side is dope. Tell me a little bit more, and I, I promise that we were going to wrap around back around to this. But tell me a little bit more about the business side. You're your own boss. You're your CEO of BNO Entertainment. And, and I and I love that. I love seeing brothers be their own CEOs, be their own boss, own their own trademarks, get their own LLCs. I love it. Um, some of my favorite icons, like I said, I'm a hip hop historian. Some of my favorite uh icons, your Jays, your 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 Russells, your you know your Puffs, your your masterpiece that did it from the business side. What influenced you to? You mentioned that you wanted to have, you know, not get nickel and dime. You don't want to get a, a interview we did with an incarcerated rapper named Rome Alone. 
who's doing death row in North Carolina right now, but he's putting really dope music. You should check him out. Um, and he, I was talking about his influence, and he said his biggest influence was the line Jay had on this song where he said, I'm overcharging for what they did to the Cold Crush. And he said that inspired him from his cell to start doing it. And he found a producer, and with technology, they were able to record a high quality. Yeah, it's, it's super dope. Right through the wire. Yeah, right through the wire. And it doesn't sound like he's talking through a phone. So who was your business influence? Who was the person that, it could have been an artist, it could have been a family member to say, you know what, let me do this shit on my own on the independent grind and and be my own boss? Who was that person for you? Or was it a group of people? It's a combination of people and things that I it, like witnessed and saw, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I didn't take it serious until Nipsey died and it was very saddening because before that the biggest influence of music because it wasn't even about business with music was Mac Miller and Mac Miller died before him you right. know what I'm saying so I just love music and the way that it can get funky in all kinds of different directions you put it out fuck what people are gonna say and people bobbing their head anyway you know what I'm saying so it's music but with business I wanted to be able to grow and feed. Like, I'm a homie, 10 toes down, end of the tracks type dude, you know what I'm saying? So when it comes to doing this, I know I'm going to need help. So I want to be able to provide for the people who are going to help me, which is what drives me in my business to go out and shake these hands or try and make these connects, you know what I'm saying? So that is one of the influences that makes me drive to not just be an artist that's going to go ask for a deal. I'm going to be given deals. You know what I'm saying? And furthermore, I don't want to give deals that rob artists of their actual work because I want them to be hungry enough to keep working and be like, my boss is actually good to me. I'm going to give them the best I got. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like trying to hold out two albums that we could have been put out and you could have made like $5 million already and we wouldn't even have like took, you know what I'm saying? Like, But I see how businesses fuck people who don't know what they're getting into because they like me don't want to read a whole fucking contract and like understand that i'm only getting 15 or less percent i gotta pay it back everything you're about to give me even though you're giving it to me so that i can make y'all look good like you know what i'm saying i want people to earn this shit and continue to want to work with slash for me you know what i'm saying because even Ooh. if you work for me i don't want to be a shit boss i want to be like in chalk, like we leading is going to be tough sometimes. But guess what? They didn't. Kobe didn't get to the motherfucking finals. Being nice, talking about please give me the ball, give me the fucking ball. You know right. what I mean? Right. And he knew when to lob it too. So and and exactly. I, I I tell people the the pimp hoe relationship of the record industry <laughs> is dead. We're not falling for that anymore. It's dead, and it's all about meaningful partnerships. Um, it really, when I got married years ago, I had a wedding that looked like it cost $50,000 for under 10 because I used my friends that had talents and we all pitched in and I said, damn, if you could do that, I got this friend that's a DJ. I got this friend who's an incredible singer. I have this friend that serves food. I have this friend that does this and we just come together and it costs me nothing because we got that love for each other and they know whatever they need, I got them. 
And I said, why can't we do that? Black Wall Street. Why can't we do that in business? We don't need anybody. Us. We have talent. We're the trend makers. We are the Mm -hmm. ones that make shit cool. We don't need them. They need us. So let's Mm -hmm. just own it, get together. But here's how it goes, bro. We start it and then they burn it down and then they build it. But if we try to burn it down, the cops come. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Now it's a riot. You know, I'm like, what about, do you know how you got Central Park? Do you know how you got this land? You know, we that, that's a whole nother story. That's politics as usual. Season two coming soon. We'll talk about the more political stuff, but uh, check it out now on YouTube as well as my Patreon. But anyway, that was a quick commercial break. But uh, no, bro, you, you are clearly wise beyond your years because you you know you you got it you got it you have all threes you have purpose you have passion you have plan you have all three p's so you're already standing we we don't even have to play this game but we're going to play it because it's a tradition but you're already stamped you're certified you're you're the first pre-stamp so before we even played the game so when this comes out the date thing will come up you'll see you know the edit but uh you're already stamped but we always end each interview with a game of that, this, or plead the fifth. And the rules are simple. I'm going to give you two choices. You have to pick one. But if it's too spicy for you, if you don't want to go on the record, you said, I can't I can't choose, you can always plead the fifth. But we hope. You, you don't have to incriminate yourself. But we hope. Let's, let's get, just hope I ain't got nothing to hide. So we just, we just going to fight. It's all good. It's all good. So if you're ready, my man, let's go. The first question, independent route or signing with a major? I think this one is easy. I say independent route, even if it's like on the table, million dollars, because I don't want to have to pay that back. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm earning this money, I'm doing it, I might as well really do it and not have someone wave something in my face and stab me in the back. So I I would pick independent route every day. I agree. I agree. With the way that music is streaming, I tell people the mixtape is genius because you get it for free, you get it to people, you get the ears, that's how you make your money from the merch. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mixtape on mixtape, just body and everybody. Body and everybody. Corner the market. It's genius. So uh, it's a tried and true strategy. I love it. So this one, that, this, or plead the fifth. Being an artist or being a CEO, which one do you like better? I would say being an artist because being a CEO, you have the responsibility of not just you, you got the company, but the company houses whoever you bring aboard and that's for long term. It's not like we're going to hit it and quit it off this album. It's like we're going to continue working this machine. We we on the Starship Enterprise out here. You know what I'm saying? But being an artist is I'm Lone Ranger and Iron Man and whatever the fucking like. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the difference between being actually Tony Stark or being Nick Fury. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No. And it's much easier to be Iron Man, but the task of trying to be in charge and run the ship. It has its, you, you just look out the window with your hands on your hips like, this is, it means something, you know what I'm saying? Accomplishment, like, you know what I'm saying? But yes, I, I would say artists to be a little selfish, but I understand why I would want and need to do both. 
absolutely. No, I, I agree. I, I wish I could just be the talent and just be like makeup, but I like no, I'm my own CEO, so I'm I'm doing everything. Yeah, it's like now I gotta book the fucking venue. I gotta make sure we got food and all the fucking permits and shit. Fuck that bitch just threw up in the pool. Damn, we gotta fucking get someone to clean that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I I feel you 100. Uh, so this one, money or fame? Money. That is that is a no-brainer. If I could get all the money I want and just ghost you in here, another peep from me, like, ever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'd, I'd go to Venezuela or something, you know what I'm saying? Live like a king off pennies with a billion dollars. Absolutely. Just get your Live music outlet, put a mask on like MF Doom, and you won't even know it's me. I'm just giving my music out for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Now, West Coast hip-hop or East Coast hip-hop? Which one do you feel is better? You can plead the fifth if it's too spicy. I don't need to because I'd say it's all about your mood, you know, because East Coast hip hop, I feel, is more like we nice and flashy and it's not party rap like West Coast. West Coast is all about, hey, low riders up and down. East Coast is like, yeah, nigga, New York, we we repping, we representing, you know what I'm saying? But we also forget Southern rap, which is about the pimps and the players and the fucking low lows and the motherfucking throw them bows, you know what I'm saying? So if any of it, I would say South rap because Outkast is a huge influence from me just growing up, you know what I'm saying? With that Southern playlistic Cadillac funky music. But if I just gotta go... Family. Whole dungeon family. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, Love it. good mob and everything. But All if right. I gotta go just West Coast and East Coast, I'm gonna say West Coast because I want to party, you know what I'm saying? It's cool to party, but you do need the messages that we were supposed to have in hip-hop for people to get up and not take this shit, you know what I'm saying? Because throughout the history of this shit, we lost what we were talking about, and now it's about the fame. Right. Right, right. No, you, you're absolutely right. Everybody wants to be a rock star. Uh, oh, yeah, nobody wants to help the block. Nobody wants to help the block. Back in my day, like my favorite rapper when I was really, really young was KRS-One. And, you know, he always exactly. called himself a king. He was like, I'm a teacher. I'm a philosopher. So great answers, great answers. So Swiss, brother, this has been dope. I've had a blast. You're definitely gang gang affiliated with us for life. Welcome to the den. Welcome to the family. You much appreciated. Before we, you know, we gotta we gotta give the Wakanda Forever salute. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but you've earned your stamp. You're official, like referee with a whistle. You're in the game. You've earned the floor. Please tell the den mates where they can find you, what you have going on, any new projects, and is the uh, is the company looking for artists? Are you trying to expand your roster? The floor is yours. Oh, let the people know what you got going on. To let people know where I'm at, I am on Facebook as Swiss Michaels, the Mike Heels, M-I-C-H-E-A-L, not A-E-L, like regular Michaels, Swiss Michaels. On Instagram, I'm under King underscore Swiss Michaels. Uh, the label is looking for actual talent. You know what I'm saying? Marketable music needs to be pushed through and, I offer 90-10 deals where an artist gets 90%. Do your work. Help us by helping you. You know what I'm saying? So if we're looking to sign people, we can, we, we are open to doing that. 
uh, I personally, as an artist, am trying to get on shows and perform and get my face and name out. Um, even got a little merch. So if people hit me up on Instagram, uh, Snapchat, anything like that, they could ask about that. Uh, we are also on Instagram at BNO Entertainment. I that's that's the separate uh, corporate account. And other than that, we just got a little QR code going around town in Portland and just hitting it up. Uh, anything scheduling wise, just hit me up through my social media. Perfect. Well, please check out my man Swiss. His music is dope. It's fun introspective you can smoke to it you can poke to it you can stroke to it you can do whatever you want to it it's super you know what i'm saying it's super dope uh, I, i'm not a rapper I don't as know. far as uh, i forgot because as far as future projects i am working on a little song song for summer of next year but we also okay. want to try and get music videos for a day in the life which we want to make a big concept video so we are trying to get funding and camera crew and dates but it's just winter you know what i'm saying so but peep that soon because we're trying to really put that on YouTube, which is where you can find the tape now or Spotify. I might be putting it on SoundCloud later in the week or depending awesome. on when this comes out. So Awesome. Well, follow him on Spotify. Follow him on all his social media. Check out the music. Check out the movement. I salute this guy. Most importantly, he gets that Denmate endorsement. Gang, gang. He's amazing. Much- I look forward to hearing much more from you. I'm looking forward to seeing these visuals, and I'm definitely looking forward to 22, some summer heat from you. I expect nothing but success, and the next time we talk, I'm, I believe it's going to be you uh, getting your Grammy or something like that, and, and I'm going to be on so some... Not that but hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Be on That's some the I'll be on NBC replacing Jay Leno. Well, he's already gone, but replacing yeah, whoever... Yeah, bro, that. and it's actually in person. We we got, we actually got to get suited up. You know what I'm saying? Up. If I'm in your area, I'm gonna I'm gonna have you in there for Eating with Mars, our new show that's coming 2022. If I'm in your area, I will hit you up. You tell me the hottest spot in your area. It's on me. We'll film it. We'll critique the food. We'll chop it up. We'll smoke it up. Uh, all on me. So uh, you know, oh, we got you, bro. We'll, I got we'll, you on the smoke out. You know what I'm saying? Like you you'll be impressed when you come through and roll roll uh, Swiss Michaels back with, bro. Okay, okay. You know I, I'm my backwoods while I'm doing the backwoods. So we'll, we'll get my producer. They'll link you up and uh, we'll get you featured there. But other than that, brother, thank you so much. It's been a blessing for joining us here on The Den. I wish you but Much appreciated, Mars. Man, bro, I'm over the moon. Thank you so much. Again, I just want to thank, thank you so much for the opportunity, bro. Like, it just seems like a lot of things are falling in place and I hope that they keep going, but we can keep the weight up, you know what I'm saying? Just really Absolutely. handle everything. Man, good energy begets good energy. And that's what, that's what I'm, I'm black. They used to call me when my beard was down here, Marlon Beardo, the bearded weirdo, man. It's all peace, love, unity, and respect, man. That's what I'm all about, man. A positive energy and thank you for putting those good vibrations in the air. But as always, we got to go. It's that time. Swiss, it's been a pleasure. We will link. It's been your boy, Mars. This is another fantastic episode of Down in the Den. You know what to do. Like, comment, subscribe, put your notifications on. Follow my man. Stream this. Share this. Stream his music. Leave it on while you go to sleep. It's good energy. Support. So as always, it's your boy, Mars. 
checking out for my man Swiss. And as always, deuces. Also like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show's starting right now.